the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I've put together a sheet on commodities. I get a lot of quotes, a lot of questions about commodities, and a lot of people really kind of see the speculation of them. Oil creates the illusion of completely changed life, life without work, life for free. Oil is a resource that anesthetizes thoughts, blurs visions, and corrupts. That was from one of the Shaw of Shaws. As a man who lived in the Middle East, he was kind of saying, this is good stuff. Christopher Buckley once said, oil they would buy from anyone, from Satan. (laughs) If you need your economy running, yeah, you're going to buy oil from Satan, I think. Right? So oil is one of those commodities that we all kind of understand, oil and coal. Now, how do you understand the commodity corn or, you know, uh, hog, hog futures? And have you ever watched Trading Places with Eddie Murphy? There's a pretty funny line in it, and he's with Dan Aykroyd, and they basically get set up by these rich guys in a kind of a Pygmalion tale of we can, trans- we can transform a poor ghetto black man into a refined investment advisor. So these two old guys are playing games with these two younger guys, and uh, there's a scene in it where it's all about orange juice, and you, know, you can see lying and people setting each other up and such to kind of maximize gains based on weather or based on freezes or hurricanes or what have you. That's where commodities get kind of interesting because they are tied towards Mother Nature and planet Earth. You know, if you take a look at some of the the big names of of commodities, you get like crude oil and natural gas and gold. Gold is used for making jewelry. So there's a tie into India and China. But gold is also a hedge against it's kind of a financial standard against the dollar. I love gold. Natural gas, and we're not talking about the methane burst outburst of your child's you know dairy air. We're talking about electric utilities by natural gas as an input to make electricity. The other main commodity electric utility companies use to make electricity is thermal coal, and coal is considered bad, dirty. Crude oil is used to make oil-related products like gasoline, jet diesel, and heating oil. Copper is used in building construction. So when you see the price of copper going up, maybe it's because businesses are excited. They're building buildings. Uh, Electrical equipment, transportation equipment. Copper is an indicator when you see it at range in price on maybe future activity. Not always. Sometimes there's a shortage. Sometimes there's a mine that being a blows up or something like that. There's more than 50 pounds of copper in a typical U.S. automobile. Building, wire, and plumbing have been the two top markets in the, in the recent you know years in the United States. So, building wire and plumbing. Again, when do we put plumbing in new buildings? 
steel is a uh, commodity that I, I don't know. I think it used to be more important than it is today because it's used to make skyscrapers, bridges, and amongst other big structures, right? The auto industry accounts for about 12% of it. So you could kind of look at steel and see when it, it firms in demand and when it weaks in demand. That maybe it has something to do with you know the number of cars being sold or the number of skyscrapers, but it still doesn't work quite as well for me. How about some like some crazy, crazy commodities? Right, we're practically giving them away. Platinum and palladium. You know what they're used for? Catalytic converters in cars. Zinc is used to coat and protect steel from corrosion. It's also real good against sunburns. Right, grains such as corn are used to feed cattle more so than to make you Wheaties. Cattle has a big cost of refrigeration. Same thing with same thing with pork bellies. It's more expensive to freeze the pork belly than it is to raise a hog and kill it. Poor Porky. Wheat's used as feed cattle as well. Wheat's also used to make breads, bake goods, and other things. Some corn's used to make ethanol. Ethanol just got a big push in the United States again, and a lot of people hate ethanol. I know it's it's kind of a weird thing to say out loud. Soft agricultural commodities like sugar, coffee, rice, and cocoa, are a little bit more straightforward, right? Coffee, obviously, when you see the price of coffee change, it could obviously clearly affect Starbucks. So a fungus in Brazil or a massive rainfall, which leads to funguses and such, could uh, kill the uh, coffee business and make the inflationary pressures hit someone like um, a Starbucks. There's a lot of commodity indexes which show inflation as commodities get more expensive it's a cost that typically the producers have to suck up and then they decide do they pass it on to you or me and that's why we we follow commodities now you can follow the hard commodities you can follow the um the metals you can, well, you can make your decisions but you do kind of need to stay in touch with the stuff the crb is the most popular index and Again, I don't expect you to do this, but it tracks 19 commodities. It tracks aluminum, which is used in airplanes, copper, gold, wheat, silver, heating oil, orange juice, natural gas, corn, lean hog, sugar, coffee, cocoa, soybeans, oil, gasoline, cattle, and nickel. Now, there's even more commodities out there, like feeder cattle and live cattle. And you're like, my head's about to explode. And I get it. In 2016, the CRB hit a 43-year low, which was telling us there wasn't a lot of inflation just a couple years ago. And since then, we've seen the CRB move a little bit higher and creating a little bit of inflation, which means you and I have a little less money and corporations make a little less money. And not a problem yet, but looking ahead, you, you do look at commodities forecasts. The World Bank is forecasting that commodities overall will continue rising, right? Forecast that prices for energy which is like oil and natural gas and coal will rise about 4% on average. So you, you kind of want a 2 to 4%. But you see companies that sometimes have direct exposure to these commodities like ExxonMobil. If you see the price of oil surge, it's going to help ExxonMobil. If you see Barrick Gold, if you see gold prices surge, it's going to help them. Caterpillar, obviously a play in construction. Um, they want to, you want to keep an eye on farming and construction. Like if corn demand goes higher, we're going to need more John Deere tractors, more caterpillars. So if copper goes higher, maybe it's caterpillars your direct play. If corn goes higher, maybe it's deer is your stock play. So just know that like there's a lot going on. There's OPEC, there's Russia, there's China, there's the United States where we make deals to you know mow down 
our fields in order to you know push prices higher for farmers. Like there's crazy stuff that goes on in the commodity markets, but it's fun to watch. If you want to report on commodities, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com, and I'll send you the basics that you need to know. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I try to say fewer stupid things every year. I know you're saying that's good of you. That's good of you. With that being said, a uh, couple things to chit-chat about. I want to talk a little bit about oil and commodities again, just a little bit more, because we talk about commodities in a funny kind of way. Uh, What are commodities? How do commodities trade? How are they broken down in different groups? How have they been performing? Can you invest in commodities? And you can. And I would say be cautious with it. I know if you listen to people like CFP Chad Burton and others, sometimes what you'll hear is... You know, commodities should be 10% of your portfolio or tech stock should be 4% of your, like there's these, there's these formulas that, that come out, come and go, but I find commodities very difficult and commodities, you know, whether it be agricultural products, fuels, metals, what have you, there's no doubt that commodities have been around forever. And if you play some classic video games, like, you know, uh, bushels of corn are kind of important in early civilizations. Some people think the futures market on trade started about 6,000 years ago with rice. Some people think that the futures trading dates back to the 17th century in Japan when rice also was out there as, do you want to buy it now for the next year or not? So how much should we plant? You tell us. Uh, There's a CBOT. It's a very famous uh, trading exchange in the United States where it's able to let companies hedge risk. Airlines could buy airline fuel now lock in prices, and then figure out, okay, let's, um, how many routes do we want? How many, you know, empty seats are we okay with? So that's all out there. Um, Chicago Board of, 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 of Trade, the CBOT, 1848. Then there was something called the Merck, Chicago Mercantile Exchange. It was founded in 1898 as the Chicago Butter and Egg Board. <laughs> where you can lock in butter and egg prices, right? So I throw this out there because, again, there is going to be times where you start going, I want this in my portfolio, whether it be energy commodities or metal commodities or agricultural commodities. Um, I say just be cautious and be patient with yourself um, because hard assets where you actually buy a pig, you actually get two hog bellies, um, that's probably more than you can process in your head is my, my thought. Long-term, it feels like stakes becoming more... It feels like all commodities are more expensive, right? It does feel that way. Um, you can get really tricky with buying commodities. There's future contracts. There's ETFs. There's ETNs, exchange-traded funds, exchange-traded notes. And um, if I was good at investing in commodities, I would tell you. I'm not. But I can tell you, like, there's fertilizer stocks like Mosaic... There's farm machinery stocks that are tied to agricultural prices, like John Deere, Monsanto for seeds. There's irrigation stocks. There's livestock like Sanderson Farms. There's crop protection companies like Monsanto or Sententa, SYT. Then you get into grains. You know, you can buy, if you want to think corn's going higher, it's ticker symbol, you know, corn. 
It's an ETF. <laughs> like, really? Yes. Uh, potash and fertilizer, obviously big for agriculture. We have to have nutrients in the ground to grow what we need. Take our simple soil. But again, you could actually go out and buy a company called Potash if that's the way you want to do it. I tend not to recommend. There's like cement stocks. Cement's a commodity, right? Take our simple CX. You can go out and buy a cement stock if that's your thing. Um, and again, when worldwide demand shrinks, these guys get crushed. When worldwide demand grows, these guys are, you know, you can like home builders or solar, you know, an energy play. First solar, solar city. Um, there's TAN, ticker some TAN. Uh, home builder stocks, if you believe in construction. Lowe's, Home Depot, Lennar, Pulte, KB Homes, Toll Brothers, NVR. So I tend to say avoid buying commodities or a hard asset fund unless you really know what you're doing. I've seen some amateurs get pretty crushed doing it. And um, I, I just I throw that out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. So commodities are a big issue. And again, not pushing away from it, but sometimes it's the things that you don't know, and sometimes it's the weather. But like refrigeration costs. So if electricity costs spike, that could hurt refrigeration costs of meat, of animals. And uh, that's when you start getting really morbid, right? We're talking about the the eating of animals. And uh, I could just show you one area where commodities, you know, just... Eh, We've had a drought, and farmers are having a tough time feeding their cattle. So sometimes they'll kill the cattle, kill the herd, trim the herd, curd, uh, her, curd the herd? No, not quite that. Uh, trim the herd, so to speak. And uh, what happens? Prices of meat go down. Because suddenly if you kill more than you thought you were going to kill, awesome. There's a supply. The downside of it is next year, your herd's been thinned already. And there's fewer cows to breed and fewer cows to mate and fewer cows to love and grow your herd again. So those are real commodities. And the dollar, and this is where it gets really interesting, is when you start getting into currencies. If you think I don't like investing in commodities as an idea, forget about it. I'd rather invest in the stocks tied towards the commodities for the same reason you want to invest in commodities. But currencies... I remember shortly after the Iraq War, if you turned on the TV, you would hear commercials that like, well, Saddam Hussein's gone and the Iraqi dinar has completely collapsed. Now may be the time to put a $25,000 investment in the Iraqi dinar and get 43 million Iraqi dinars for the low cost of $100,000 or $100, whatever it was. And people were like, I want to, I, I want to own that because you know, as they rebuild Iraq, they're going to obviously have an economy. And if Saddam Hussein was bad and he's gone, then the dinar will bounce back. And it sounds like a great story. Do not buy currencies. The cost to buy currencies is very expensive. The cost to sell currencies is very expensive. Which again brings us back to Bitcoin. Another pseudo currency that I don't recommend you buy because it's very tough to figure out what's going to move it. And to me, that's more like gambling when, you, when you're blind, investing, than anything else. 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Insurance investments, retirements, 401ks, getting to retirement. What's the name of the game here? Let's go to Bajit, I believe, in Fremont with a question. 800-516-1220. Bajit, how are you? Yeah, fine. I want to ask you about the future of a, uh, a Facebook shares. Yeah, do you own shares? Yes, I am owning Facebook shares. What price did you pay? I paid 40 40 Okay, perfect. Thanks for the call. That gives me some perspective. You're up massively on it. You're probably disappointed because it's 20% off its all-time high, which is probably a pretty good thing. All-time high being 218. It's at 152. Um, They are in trouble. They've got privacy issues. They've got other issues with uh, leaks of information. And they got some people like me who just I'm kind of tired of the service, tired of looking at other kids' fat, ugly babies. Uh, but they haven't really monetized Instagram um, or WhatsApp. They're a pretty powerful company. But when you get government insight, you kind of need to do things right. And right now, they're slipping a bit as far as the doing things right. They're the face of social media for good or bad. They're a juggernaut for good or bad. So they're going to be the ones who have public relations problems. But people get on their website and they share photos and videos. Oh, the videos. Oh, the political opinions. Whoa. It's too much for me. Uh, sometimes they play games with one another. Um, there's been talks that they can set up a, a tender kind of app immediately if they wanted to, that they could start stealing some of the better ideas out there and just integrating it, which is kind of what they've done to Snap, and they're putting them out of business slowly but surely. They've got a payment service, which I don't know anyone who's ever used, but Maybe. Uh, they got Oculus, who I don't know anyone who's using virtual reality headsets right now. So they got some issues that are, are negative but uh, or potential negatives or potential drags. But if you take a look at the stock from 2013 on, and the growth is spectacular. As someone once said in a movie, spectacular, spectacular, right? Their amount of cash is more than appropriate. They're pulling in big cash. Their competitors, you'd probably say Google, Twitter, and Snap. Um, Google's good, but Twitter and Snap, a lot of people have you know issues with. Um, I don't know. It, it's to me, I think it's built into the cake right now that they're going to have more cost because to try to fix this, you know, election meddling issue and the Cambridge Analytica data and the leak of information on 50 million plus accounts. It, it, it's not sexy right now to say you want to own Facebook. Um, but between Netflix, Amazon, Alphabet, Apple, and Facebook, I'd say Apple and Facebook probably have the least downside. But again, it, does Facebook have a catalyst until they can kind of calm down Trump and calm down the government who's looking into regulating them? Regulation would be bad. It would push costs up. I own shares of Facebook. Consult a broker advisor before I take action on anything you ever hear on this show or radio or television in general. 
Facebook on Monday revealed two video chat devices, the $349 portal and the $199 portal. And honestly, I couldn't be more who the wants that piece of garbage. So my hardware you know, purchases are, are not leaning towards Facebook. Let's say they're not even leaning towards Google, but I'd consider Google before Facebook. Facebook is one of the latest tech giants to have smart speakers. So I do expect it to take out $200 again probably in the next 12 to 18 months if the market provides a, a relationship and ecology where they can thrive. If we go into a bear market, hey, I think it'll hang tough and I think it'll rebound fast. Um, Instagram had an outage in sev- several cities recently. And it tells you that you know even though you're ready for prime time, the Saturday Night Live player is not so ready for prime time. Even Facebook will have problems. And, you know, with net neutrality being what it is, I, I don't see a lot of competitors coming in and taking on Facebook. So do I want you to know that there's no risk? No, there's risk. President Trump wants to meet with tech and social media companies regarding political bias. You don't want to make an enemy out of the president. I know you're saying, I want to make him an enemy. But anyway, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on this show. The end. I just talked about the environment, and I guess, you know, I I don't want to shy away from this in any way, shape, or form. The markets feel like they're hurting right now. The markets feel like they might have topped for the year. But it's also a pause and a refresh, potentially, which we haven't had a lot of. Two-thirds of the stock market has tumbled into a correction, meaning that they're struggling. Their stock is not hitting all-time highs. 28% of stocks in the index were mired in bear markets meaning down 20%. Correction, down 10%. Bear market, down 20 The building weakness um, across all stocks kind of starts setting up a lack of leadership. And so far, for the last couple of years, the leadership has come from mega cap tech stocks or mega cap blue chip, or we go through areas where the Dow transports rock and roll. So when you start finding no one willing to lead the market, that's when analysts come out and say, this could get worse. Um, so you're always looking for, even on a bad day, what did well? Or what didn't do as bad? So developments in the stock market recently have become negative or bearish because we're not seeing a lot of leadership. Keep in mind, that could all change in the next week, two weeks, if, if our earnings are better than expected out of Netflix and Amazon and, and Google and, and Facebook. So technically speaking, uh, let's just say you know we're due for a little downtime. I think that's the best way of saying it. to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Macy's will be open this Thanksgiving. Thank goodness. What would I do without it? I will be probably 500 miles. I will be probably 500 miles from Macy's. And uh, maybe watching the parade is as far as I get. Interesting side story, and it just shows you how things can change pretty aggressively. I use an app called Waze. I've always liked it. I I think I was one of the first people who got into it. I like the internet for (laughs) traffic enormously because I'm always in traffic. I like the internet for weather because I kind of want to see if it's raining in San Francisco, it's typically snowing in Tahoe. And it's one thing we don't have a lot of here is seasonal, you know, eyeball stuff that you can say, ah... So I do like it when it rains in San Francisco. So I do like to see when it's going to rain in San Francisco. But Google owns Waze, and they've been testing in Israel and in California a Waze carpool smartphone app. 
So the idea is to help get more cars off the road and make it worthwhile to drivers by making their commute to work faster by sticking the driver and the Wazer into a carpool lanes of big, in bigger cities. I've turned on Waze a couple times and I'm like, hey, do you want to pick up your friend Marguerite? Or do you want to open yourself up for people to ask for a ride when, it's, when I say I'm going from San Carlos to San Francisco? And what's kind of nice about it is they could chip in for gas. So the drivers charge passengers for their lift, but can't make it a living from it. Just enough to basically reimburse them for the gas insurance and other costs, up to 54 cents a mile. To use the service as a passenger, you download the Waze Carpool app in the Apple and Google Play app stores. Put your commute time, home and work address, and see who's available during that time. Names of other nearby Wazers will then follow, show up. So Uber and Lyft, are they going to be challenged by this? No. Waze is already saying if you want to make money as a driver, go to Lyft or Uber. The idea is to make the carpool rides as cheap as, as, cheap as an alternative to taking a municipal bus or subway. And again, I kind of like it. Um, the, the weird part about it is, is how do you vest or how do you vet people? How do you find out to make sure that you're not picking up a weirdo? Because trust me, I'm going to pick up the weirdo on weirdo. person who gets in my car and has a bag of chips and newspapers and starts reading the newspaper. And every piece of newspaper, after they read it, they drop it on the ground. I'm like, no, thank you. Get out of my car. Get out of me car. Especially since I'm not making money on it, right? So you can already see that maybe that one has some flaws in it. But maybe it'll work. It's tough to say, right? 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Have you noticed fuel economy recently? The new 2019 Chevy Silverado and Ram 1500 are going to reduce gasoline consumption and greenhouse emissions more next year than the Toyota Prius Hybrid. Despite the little hatchback's gouty 52 miles per gallon. The Prius revolutionized the auto industry, right? But it sells in puny numbers, whereas the Chevy Silverado and the Ram 1500 sell in bigger numbers. So just a one-mile reduction or one-mile increase in fuel economy from 16 to 17 miles per gallon can save as much gasoline as improving, you know, a Prius. Ain't that crazy? Volume, volume, volume. Great business lesson. Volume, volume, volume. I like term life because it can be sold in volume, volume, volume. I own no other type of life insurance than term life life insurance. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I promise you, I will never wear a toupee. Whoa. Didn't think that would come out of my mouth hole, did you? Really? I surprised you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Bitcoin's been in the news a little bit lately, and I bring that up in large part because major cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, have plunged. The move comes after the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, warned that cryptocurrencies could create new vulnerabilities in the international financial system. Around $13 billion of valuation was wiped out of the cryptocurrency market in three hours on that news. That's not good. Bitcoin's fallen to 63.03. Ethereum and XRP both tanked 10% on the news. $13 billion gone for... You know, there's a new game called Fortnite. Not a new game. That's an old game. But it, there's a game called Fortnite where you can spend, I want to say, like $10 to $15 for skins. They've put it all in V-Coin, so you don't really know how much it really is, unless you do the math and carry the six and times it by two and a half. But can you imagine spending $10 for a, an outfit that looks like a scarecrow when you play a game? And you play it for a couple hours, and you go, ooh, I want a new one. And you spend another $10 on an outfit that looks like... Um, 
maybe the lion from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm not good at coming up with the imagination per se, but it's not real. And cryptocurrencies aren't real um, at this point in time. But you know, the IMF, super important group, continued rapid growth of crypto assets would create new vulnerabilities in the institutional financial system. That's not what you want to hear. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has rejected several ETFs, including a highly anticipated one that was planned by the Winklevoss twins, which they have got to be the two creepiest twins on the planet. Next to the two real estate twins who sell Hawaii uh, midgets, they're midgets in Hawaii or short people or or people without height. Um, I don't know what the correct term is at this point in time, but Winklevoss twins. Oh, man, they creep me out. Oh, there's one more guy who creeps me out, but I'm not going to pick on him right now. You know who's made a crazy comeback and it kills me? Uh, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I'm going to stay positive. Susie Orman's back. She was gone for like three years. I don't know why she's back. And she scares me. Her skin looks like leather and she wears pants uh, as shirts. I don't like it. I don't like it. So she must have made some sort of deal to leave CNBC and go try some business media venture because she was gone. And then out of nowhere, she's everywhere again. So she's not a wise investor. She's she's a salesperson. Please be very, very cautious. Be very cautious. Um, so cryptocurrencies, back to cryptocurrencies. This year has been marked by some high-profile hacks on cryptocurrency exchanges where you could have put your whole life savings in it and it's gone. Bitcoin was more than 68% off its record high of 19783 bucks, which it hit last December 17th. Dun, dun, dun. Right? That's that's a big drop. Hurricane Michael heads northeast, leaving devastation in Florida. You know what's kind of sad is, I, I for some reason, I kind of got hurricaned out. I was kind of like, okay, the Carolina hurricane, you got me. I, okay, I'm invested in it, and I'm going to watch this. I'm going to see what happens. It's going to hit north or south Carolina. I was all about it, and then I'm hur- hurricaned out. So this one is a pretty big one, too. But for some reason, I just didn't get into it. What, what, what analysts say is it was interesting about it is it went from tropical storm to category one, to category two, to category three, category four, and it never played around with anything other than getting stronger. So a man was killed when a tree toppled onto his house in Florida, and a girl died when debris fell into a home in Georgia. All very, very tragic, and a quick reminder that life can change very fast, whether it be shattered houses or tree limbs or what have you. Um, it, it's pretty ugly out there. So this is going to be a long recovery, but Florida is a strong, strong state, and they're going to get federal money. And <laughs> it's easy for the federal government to say, "Hey, here's some money. Vote for me come November." And oh, look, November's right around the corner right now. It's not yet known what happened to about 280 residents of Mexico Beach, who authorities say had ignored evacuation orders as the storm approached the state's northwest. Area is known for its small beach towns, wildlife reserves, and state capital, Tallahassee. Um, I don't know. To, get, to me, the hurricanes show you that things can get really expensive quickly. Like you could have a nice car and a big tree limb come smashing through it, and you're going to have a deductible. You have a nice house and a big tree limb could come smashing through it, and you're going to have a big deductible. And some of it you're never going to be made whole on. I rarely know people that say after a big disaster, after a house burns down, that they got everything that they expected from the insurance companies. So, anyhow, life can change fast. That's your lesson of the day. Thank you so much. I know you're saying, give me a stock tip. Keep an eye on Square. Keep an eye on Facebook. Keep an eye on your favorite companies in market corrections. 
And we have moved back down big, not big for the day, but it looks big. 170 points on the Dow is only two-thirds of 1%. But people look at that and they're like, I want to protect my gains. I want to protect my gains. I'm, I might retool a little bit, but I'll stay invested. Mortgage applications fall 1.7% as interest rates move above 5%. People expect prices to come down um, as, more, as houses sit on the market longer because rates have moved higher. I know, I know. Some real estate agents are throwing their, I don't know, their egos at the radio right now. You don't know nothing about anything. Behave yourself. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can always drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. I've got a Warren Buffett set of quotes. I put it on a PDF. I think it's a pretty nice read. If you want a copy of it, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 